On this episode, we review the Garden Rocks Dining Package at Rose and Crown. Today is April 12th, 2022, and this is episode 451 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We're just uh, two weeks, under two weeks shy of our Main Street 16 Challenge Weekend, which will include a scavenger hunt on Friday, a 16-ride challenge on Saturday, and we want to give a big shout-out to our friends at Vacation Grocery Delivery, Mouse Dining, and Touring Plans for being premier sponsors. You can learn more about it at MainStreet16.com. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to MainSTMagicTravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. So we are fresh off the heels of a little 24-hour trip down to Disney Mm -hmm. to Epcot. Uh, Rhonda, talk a little bit first before we dive into Rose and Crown about our initial uh, plans for the day that kind of fell through uh, due to just weird Florida weather right now here in in April. (laughs) Well, we were actually supposed to be at Typhoon Lagoon with Lucy and Caleb and Chris and Rachel. And we were supposed to have umbrellas and everything. And unfortunately, the weather was barely going to get to 70. Yeah. Um, I think at one point the high was supposed to be 69. So we made the decision. Um, it was going to be too cold. I was not going to get in the water. So we made the decision to go ahead and cancel and do it again another time. And funny part was, is they were really nice. Rachel canceled our umbrellas. No problem. But then that day they actually never opened because it yeah. was very cold. Yeah, pretty much. I think their rule of thumb, for the most part, if if high is seventy or lower, they they won't open the parks for that day, which makes perfect sense. You don't need to spend the money on staffing and all this stuff if nobody potentially shows up. Right. Friday, when we're talking, because Lucy and Caleb had to purchase tickets, which as pass holders, uh, if you do not have the water park add on, you can get tickets for forty nine dollars um, each, and you can actually buy up to four of those per person. Um, so they had already purchased tickets. Chris had to purchase a ticket. If they had been like, yeah, we still want to go, we were going because we have it included, so it's no extra money to us, but I I was glad that they figured, you know what, if we're going to do this, we want to actually enjoy it in the the heat. So Rhonda and I decided instead just to head straight to Epcot. Uh, Basically, I mean, we checked into Town Place Suites first. Um, Room was not available, but we went ahead and and left the car there and then Ubered on over to to Epcot, Uh, wandered around for a little bit. We did try the gumbo and the... um, Boudin balls at uh, American booth. Yes. How did you like those? I liked them both very much. I thought they were very good. I really liked the Boudin balls. Yeah. Those were fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, and that was one of those ones that was a really um, big portion. Yes, it you was. You know what I mean? And and the gumbo was good and flavorful. Um, So yeah, we did that, but we knew we had this dining package. And when, one thing I do love is that you can book the dining packages online. Yes. 
Like when we go back to the umbrella rentals, it's still crazy to me. I mean, Rachel spent like two hours on hold just to simply cancel them. I think it's still crazy that something like that is not available online Mm -hmm. uh, to either book or cancel. But we had booked this dining package because if you've listened to us before, we are huge fans of the band Blue October. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were They usually played Food and Wine Fest. We saw them in 2018. We saw them in 2019 there. Uh, not around for 2020 at all. And then they didn't come back for 2021 as you know things were starting to come back. Um, so when I saw them pop up on Garden Rocks, I was so super excited. And the Garden Rocks series usually for me tends to be more of those 70s, 80s bands mm-hmm. with Food and Wine being 90s, 2000s. But this year, it's it's a mix of everything. Like mm-hmm. we're seeing people and bands that usually were at Food and Wine now at Garden Rocks. Yeah. Now for us, making sure that we got into one of the shows was super important. You know, yes. this is a first come first serve. Yes. Um, we are still in the midst of some spring breaks. This was a Saturday night. We did not want a chance not getting into a show. Correct. And there are three per evening. So at mm-hmm. least you do have three shots, mm-hmm. but that was our whole thought. And we thought, all right, 440 should be fine. That's an early dinner for us. We'll just have a light snack during the day, and that'll be like our meal of the day. Um, and then that got us a uh, guaranteed seat to the 8 p.m. show. Yes, correct. So, Rhonda, talk a little bit about um, some of the other options there are for the Garden Rock series, because they said there are online when you're doing your research and I hadn't seen this otherwise, but we knew it was possible that there's four restaurants. Correct. And what are those four and what are the prices? Because these are all priced per person, per restaurant, which is going to yield you either um, one buffet or it's going to get you a appetizer, mm-hmm. an entree and a dessert. Yep. So what are our options? Um, well, you have Beer Garden, which is the buffet and adults are 57 and, and kids three to nine or $32. Then you have Coral Reef. That runs you $69, kids 22. Then you have a garden grill, which is buffet, which is runs you 66, kids 43. And then, of course, ours, which is Rose and Crown, runs you 58, kids 22. We were walking around and walked past Spice Road Table, and I was like, huh, look at that. And it shows American Garden Theater's Garden Rocks concert series. It's $44 and show times are 5 36, 45, 8 p.m. And it says sold out next to each one of those. Yeah. So th- I had not seen this option before. We'll talk about the, the next one here in a second. Uh, so this is going to get you two small plates, a non alcoholic beverage, a shared dessert platter, and then your guaranteed show seating. And this is walk up. We mm-hmm. walked past this probably early afternoon mm-hmm. and it was saying that all three. Showtimes were sold out. Yes. Um. So we're like, okay. Well, I'm really glad we got Rose and Crown, but yes. 44 bucks is, is not too bad. I mean, that's certainly affordable. Uh, what was the other option? Now they have done. We have seen this in the past as a well, walk up day of option. And this is what you were thinking of, I believe. Yeah. But then I was like, well, let's just go to Rose and Crown because yeah. it's been a very long time since we've been. Um. But the American, or excuse me, the Regal Eagle dining package. For thirty four ninety nine. Now, next to all of these shows says limited availability. Yeah. So. So there. Yeah. So I mean, again, there's obviously a number, and and I would be interested to see if it's a possibility that they sell out 
Like, I don't know what the percentage is for the concert, actually. Are they saying, you know what, we're going to lot 70% right. to guaranteed seating of these different dining packages and 30% to standby? Because standby certainly is getting in for each show. Uh, we actually did standby for the 645 show. We did. Even though we were guaranteed an 8 p.m. show. Uh, what I love, and I don't know if all the bands do this because we've never watched more than one show of a band, is that they will switch up the set list. So you're not mm-hmm. seeing the exact same thing. You know, to be honest, uh, we would have done all three. But 530, we were still sitting down at Rose and Crown. Yes. So it's certainly an option. In fact, we kind of heard him a little bit, which was funny. Yeah, because we sat outside it at Rose and Crown. Uh, So let's, yeah, let's just dive into Rose and Crown. You know, we're going to each get an appetizer. We're going to each get an entree. We're going to each get a dessert. Mm -hmm. I'm already thinking, okay, we don't normally eat that much food. We're going to end up having to take a bunch to go. (laughs) We'll have to drag it around all night we finished every single thing. This was perfect. And it was, yes. again, it was our one meal of the day, right? Yeah. So let's And we only off. had the snack from America. Yeah. Which, again, wasn't like hugely filling or anything. No. It really was like having a snack. Yeah. So let's start off first with our entree. You mean I did our this appetizer? Last time. Or, I'm sorry, our appetizer, yes. I did this last time. Uh, I knew exactly what I was getting into. And I went ahead and did the scotch egg. Uh, this is a golden fried, hard-boiled, cage-free egg wrapped in sausage. Uh, comes with a mustard sauce on the side, uh, which, of course, I am not going to partake in for $13. It was it was exactly what it was last time. These are, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. I, I would like to have a scotch egg that has a little bit of a runny yolk in the center that's more of a soft-boiled. But I knew this is what I was getting. And honestly, it's really, really delicious. It really is. The egg is cooked perfectly. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that they're saying hard boiled in the description. It's not like they're trying to, you know, pull one over on you and act like you're going to get a runny egg. And then you get this one that's overcooked. The sausage is super flavorful. Mm-hmm. The little crust around it is mm-hmm. crispy. It has a real nice, like, s- salty punch to it. Mm. So, I really do enjoy it. I, mm-hmm. I know that it's probably not your traditional Scottish egg in a sense, but I knew that going into it, which I think this time made it better than last time. Last time I thought I was going to get a more runny egg. Now that I know I'm not, I knew what to expect, so it wasn't like any sort of letdown, if that makes sense. And I would get this again and again here, honestly. Yeah. How did how did you like it? I loved it. Um, I first tasted it with just the sausage and not the hard-boiled egg, and then I did taste the hard-boiled egg with it. And again, like you said, that sausage just was fantastic and all of it together. And then there was actually like a little bit of, I think it was the... Like the salad? Yeah. Was Was it arugula? No, but it's the other like, anyways. leafy lettuce. I tasted that kind of with it too, and that was all good. So yeah, it was really, really good. What did you end up uh, going with for your appetizer? Well, so, you know, they have your appetizers and what it says. Well, one said soup of the day and it was still cold, like in the shade and stuff. So I asked what their soup of the day was and they said it was tomato basil. Mm -hmm. So I was like, sold, done. I'm getting that. This tomato basil was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Little croutons on top and it, I mean... Disney makes absolutely incredible yeah. tomato yep. bisque or basil soup or whatever. And and I don't eat it anywhere but Disney. Like we've made it I at home it. before and, and it's really, really good, but it's not normally my thing. But holy smokes, was this good. Yes. And how good was it, Rhonda? <laughs> so if you've listened before and heard our story 
on the Coral Reef restaurant and how we had to get our food to go. And they put the lobster bisque soup in a coffee cup. I was like, you know what? It's still going to be cold by the time we go see this show. I was like, can I get a tomato basil to go in a coffee cup? Yeah, like you requested in I, a yep. coffee cup. And <laughs> I did. I got it. And it was it was so funny because I wanted to wait for a while, but it was so good. I kind of kept sipping on it as we were walking over yeah. to the first show, which was 645. Yeah. So, yeah, we ended up drinking a whole coffee cup filled with tomato, basil, bisque or soup or whatever. It was man, it was so good. They just that there's there's tomato soups just pack such a good punch of flavor mm-hmm. and they taste super fresh. Uh, there is a recipe, I think, in one of the Disney cookbooks we have for it, and mm-hmm. that's how we've made it at home. And I truly believe that's how they're they're making it, that they're making it fresh. It's not just coming out of a can or it's not oh, yeah. you know produced in a factory in a big bag like when you go up to Publix. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I just I would highly recommend this. I would also highly recommend, especially because it was a cool evening, but it was yes. absolutely beautiful outside and sunny. It's still 440. We asked if we could seat outside. Yes. And they had no problem putting us there. Highly, highly recommend sitting outside. It's mm-hmm. a gorgeous view yep. overlooking the lake and everything there. Um, and, and certainly would be, you know, a wonderful viewing area if you're doing a harmonious dining package, yes. you know, when you're outside. And that's what we had done in the past with illuminations. So we're going to move on to our entree. This to me is kind of like uh, shrimp and grits with you. If this is on yes. a menu and obviously it's going to be on a menu at a British place or a pub, this is what you're getting all the time. Yeah. What is it? And how was it here? It is shepherd's pie, and it was fantastic. Um, So, of course, you get ground beef, seasonal vegetables, English peas, and mashed potatoes with an McCall's Irish cheddar. This is $23 on their menu, and this was really good. So, the ground beef and seasonal vegetables and the English peas kind of felt like it was almost in this Mm gravy-type situation. It was... Really creamy, but really good, strong flavor, which was great. And of course, the mashed potatoes were fantastic as well. Nice and creamy. It was not too much where mm. it overpowered. Like it was a perfect the balance between balance. meat and yep. potato yep. is perfectly done. Perfect. I mean, shoot, when you go back, and I hate to bring it up, when you go back and you think of how night and day this shepherd's pie is compared to the one we had at Finnegan's mm-hmm. over at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is shepherd's pie. Yes. I mean, this is how it should come. And then they give that nice little, you know, torch to the top of the potatoes. So they get a little bit brown. They have a mm-hmm. little bit of a crunch. Yeah, I think your description is, is perfect of that perfect meat to potato ratio and balance and that creamy kind of almost like a gravy in there that gives it this rich beefy flavor like brothy flavor almost Mm -hmm. uh it's really it's good portion size this is normally 23 dollars if you go back the scotch egg i'm sorry is 13 soup of the day is nine uh i i thought this was delicious and this is a go-to if you're going there and if you've never had a shepherd's pie like i think this is the place to try it you know absolutely so so for my entree i actually knew what i was getting going into it because i was looking at the menu and i see this item it's chicken masala curry and which was, in my mind, I'm going, why is that there? So I actually sent a screenshot of the menu to our friend Gary, who lives over in Scotland. And I was like, what's the deal with this? Is this something normal? And he said, yes, it's very normal. He said there's a, a big Indian culture uh, over there um, and that 
on pretty much every pub menu, you will see some sort of uh, chicken curry or tikka masala or something like that. So I was like, okay, so this is actually like traditional. Huh. I feel like I should try it. Yeah. So I went ahead and got it. Uh, this came with seasoned vegetables, basmati rice, and areta uh, for $24 normally. This was fabulous. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Yeah, it was. Really, really good curry flavor. It was a good portion. The rice was perfectly cooked. Had enough sauce that even outside of eating the chicken, you got that sauce with the rice that you could mix together. The vegetables were well cooked. It was a good portion. It felt weird eating chicken curry in a British pub, but I like the fact that that's traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, how did you like it? Because you tried some. Yeah, it actually came with these two pieces of little naan, which oh. was fantastic because they were actually cooked more so they were more crispier in my opinion so with that balance of the chicken was uh moist and softer is that the right word to say unfortunately so you night it was good to have that and then of course the rice you know it was good to have that little bit of a crunch with the naan yeah i thought Uh, i thought the whole thing together was fantastic everything was good by itself but the whole dish together was absolutely fantastic. I would get this there. Yeah. No, I think you actually just put it perfectly when you said each individual item was good and well prepared. Mm-hmm. But together, it just created this, yeah, like mm-hmm. umami of flavor, I guess you could say. And I, I love the the naan and you scoop up the, the curry chicken and mm-hmm. rice in it and almost eat it like a little taco or a sandwich. And I sent the photos and all to Gary and that one specifically, he was like, that, that looks like legit, like he even said, he goes, that naan looks absolutely perfect. He's wow, like, everything. Awesome. I mean, he said it looked like, I guess, what he would get over there. So that's I love so cool. hearing that because, oh, yeah. again, we don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, now when we talk about things like having a gumbo, we can say, all right, we have had a traditional gumbo in, right. in New Orleans now, but we can never say, yes, this shepherd's pie is the way that they do it in Scotland. Not yet. Not yet. So I, I, I like getting that kind of confirmation from people that have truly had it. Uh, let's move on to dessert. There are only two desserts. So we each perfect. got one, of course. Yep. Uh, there's a sticky toffee pudding, which is a steamed pudding cake served with warm vanilla custard and a hot butter rum sauce, which would normally be $9. And then there's like a traditional uh, English trifle, which is layers of strawberries, vanilla custard, graham crackers, and whipped cream. Normally $8. Thoughts on the desserts, Rhonda? Because they're two very different desserts. Absolutely. They absolutely are. So the sticky toffee pudding was fantastic. Yeah. Cute little bunt cake. Uh, Lacey got, it was um from. Where did she get that little thing I'm try- from? And I'm trying to remember. Yeah. But one of the online, like not pampered chef, but that style of thing. She has these little teeny bunt cakes yep. that come with little mixes. Yep. Super cute. And that's exactly yep. what it was. Yep. And it was awesome. And then the vanilla custard and the hot butter rum together. Like it was absolutely amazing. And out of the two, because of the day and the coolness, yeah. I would pick this. Yeah. Now. You take me there in summer and we have a, it's a nice warm night and we watch Harmonious and we have a dining package for the night and it's a, you know, 80 degrees at night. I would totally pick the English trifle because the layers of strawberry and vanilla custard and vanilla or the graham crackers and whipped cream, all that to me was so actually refreshing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't heavy. It was light. 
and it was just fantastic. No, you, you, that was like a perfect description to say. I wasn't even thinking of it based on the temperature, which mm-hmm. dessert you would want. And you're 100% spot on. You know, it, the, yeah, because you got a warm dessert, you got a cold dessert. Mm-hmm. You've got these, you know, toffee flavors compared to these very light strawberry whipped cream stuff flavors. I thought both were excellent. I agree with you completely on dependent on weather. The English trifle, it is basically kind of like a, a fancy elevated strawberry shortcake. Mm, yeah, you know, and, yep. and agree with I, I love looking at the layers. It comes in a clear glass and you mm-hmm. see all the layers and you take your spoon and you dip it all the way down to the bottom to make sure you get a bite of everything. Super, super refreshing and mm-hmm. just, yeah, really good ripe strawberries. The whipped cream tastes like it's house made. Uh, I, I loved it and I love the balance of the crunch from graham cracker to, you know, kind of the softness of everything else. So I really enjoyed everything here. I mean, from beginning to end. Oh, 100%. You know, Rose, Rose and Crown, like, I, I feel like it's one of those you don't hear a lot about. Like, I don't, you know, you yeah. just don't hear about Rose and Crown a lot. But there's people always dining in there. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I want to go back. <laughs> I do, too. And I want to go back and get some of the other items, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, they've got bangers and mash, and they've mm-hmm. got, you know, all these other traditional kind of British and Scottish items and stuff that we would go back and get again. Man, the tomato, tomato soup, if that's soup of the day, <laughs> we're getting that every time, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, you got a coffee cup of it. To go. Did they charge us for the coffee cup I'm of soup? I'm not sure. And back to that, I know I've said before with these dining packages that um, my client and friend Erica said that it was on her receipt for beer garden and she didn't want the tickets. Well, I looked at our receipt and it did not like show that it was added on. So with all that being said, I was wrong. Okay. I believe I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's kind of like a one off or something. And, and maybe if it's one of those things where you're like, oh, we're, we don't want to go. Maybe they will. I don't know. But it just wasn't like a separate price showing. Right. So and, just and wanted to you know, clear I, that up. I, I broke it down. I mean, you can certainly go back and add up what, what we had. I broke it down where if you got the most expensive appetizer, you got the most expensive entree and the most expensive dessert, your top price was forty one dollars. They're charging 58 which means they're charging $17 for a guaranteed seat. Sign me up any day of the week for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I- I've said it before. I do wish that they could say something like, all right, and I'm so glad we did the meal. My only concern with doing the dining package, as I said before, is us not utilizing eating all of the food. Yeah. Because we're not used to both having an app, both having Correct. an entree, and both having a dessert. This day, we ate every last thing. Yeah. So it was 100% worth it. But I do wish that they could say, all right, we have this $58 Rose and Crown dining package. Basically, you're paying, you know, like 20 bucks extra for your guaranteed seat. Or we have an option where you just purchase kind of a la carte a guaranteed seat for $30. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and we would do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's like basically paying for a ticket to go to a concert. I totally get why they don't. They want that extra 40 some dollars that you're getting in food. Oh, yeah. You know, so I get it. But it would be neat if at some point that was an option. And not only that, then people would be very upset with having to pay for a ticket to get into Epcot. I know. And pay and for a ticket to yeah, that's true. watch something they would like to watch. Right. No, that's so, a very, very good point. Yep. I, I would say if there's a band that you really want to see, a dining package is 100% worth it. Because you have to think about it. Like, are you going to eat that day anyway? Yeah. Well, if you are, a couple extra bucks guarantees you a seat. And we had good seats for both shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blue October was absolutely amazing as always. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seeing him be able to come down into the crowd and and take selfies and stuff while they're performing. 
I was so happy to see, you know, we just, as things continue to come back and there are still, you know, light restrictions on different things here Mm -hmm. and there. We don't know if Disney was going to be like, listen, Justin, you can't go down into the crowd yet. And so the fact that he was able to, I loved and Mm -hmm. the crowd was electric. The band was electric. It was just so much fun. And these sets are, you know, 25, 30 minutes each. Mm -hmm. Even, I mean, to be honest, even if you don't have to be a super big fan, like we are of Blue October, go see live music at Epcot if you're there. Yeah. And get in standby a little early if you need to. 5.30 shows, probably going to be the easiest to access via standby if you're not doing a dining package. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, if you're going to eat anyway and you want to enjoy one of these, go go get it. Go to Rosen Crown. Or do yeah. try this walk up over at Regal Eagle. 35 bucks a person's not bad. And certainly that's probably what we would have done if the girls were with us. Yeah. You know, something absolutely. like that. So um, I would say we both highly recommend Rosen Crown. Oh, absolutely. It, it doesn't have to be a dining package. It can no. be a pay as you go. Yeah. But yeah, book here. Request to sit outside if it's a beautiful day. Um, you can do lunch. You can do dinner. Enjoy it. We absolutely loved it. And it's one of those that we'll want to go back to oh, yeah. for sure. This can be, This is one I can see where all of a sudden... We show up here maybe in the next like month or two even, and we're like, all right, we've kind of had all the festival food. Let's go see if there's a walk up for Rose and Crown. Yep. And go eat there. And yep. probably maybe and then split, we something. split something. Yeah. And yeah. We would certainly do that next yep. time. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have dined at Rose and Crown, uh, whether you enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it, we would love to hear your thoughts, uh, share your experience with us at Main ST Magic on all the social channels or as well in our Facebook group, which is the Main Street Magic community. As long as you're out there, we would love if you subscribe. You get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And finally, could you please leave us a rating and review? Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.